The views, information, or opinions expressed during the Wolf and Bull podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of Daremore Media, the Wolf and Bull, or its affiliates. The Wolf and Bull podcast is not responsible and does not verify the accuracy of any of the information contained in the podcast available for listening. The primary purpose of this podcast is for expressive listening entertainment. Listener discretion is advised. Podcast. I am your friendly neighborhood wolf. And with me, I have the bull is in the house. It's getting really good. It's like like precise right on it. And additionally, we also have the lovely, the wonderful, the forever Gaelic and or Irish, but in American citizen form, Beowulf. That's me. Hello. I'm back again. I just keep coming on back. Yeah, you do. You do. You're just a, like a slight Irish accent going on there. No, no. That was my, How about now? That was my uh, Southern California Valley Girl accent uh, that just can't okay. can't help but peek its peek its head An over Irish Valley. Yeah, Irish Valley. Good old Ireland. How is everyone this week? Great, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are we wow. related? Yeah, was, yeah. Is that like the exact same words at the exact same <laughs> beautiful time? cadence? Is what that was. No, I uh, I'm I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. I think I've had enough coffee today to basically. Uh, Feed a small army. Feed. Same. Yeah. Same. I uh, replenish, not feed. Replenish. Coffee. I did. Power? I drank the coffee. I did a, not eat the coffee. coffee. An army powered is it, by is coffee. Is that what they did in the in the army and the marines and stuff? They just like fed coffee. To no, the they pumped the them with holes. drugs. Meth. <laughs> Specifically, well, meth. coffee. It, the, Caffeine which is was, my drug of choice. Which, by the way, let's be careful. Remember, YouTube is now an authoritarian uh, Protestant company, so we cannot say anything negative I have for the sake of being banned. I, we said drugs. Drug of we said you said the word drugs. I'm sorry. I'm and sorry. Just I, swear. I do not. Uh, I do not have a problem not swearing, and I will no longer mention such things, such as Beowulf lives a pious life I out do. in the Irish Highlands, Scottish Highlands. Uh oh. Irish. I can use it. The Scottish. The Scottish Highlands. Wow. You know what? That's sacrilegious. You don't yeah, it is. say that. You don't mix up Scottish and Irish in, things. Inappropriately appropriating yeah. the wrong British Isle. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. You select the Isles Listen, properly. Yeah, we're just, we're just I'm deeply, American. Deeply apologetic. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say, all we have to do is say, oh, we're American. Listen, we're everybody, American. Everybody goes, oh, yeah. Well, like, okay, you mm-hmm. get a pass. You get a pass. We're just idiots. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's literally what you could say. The French, uh, the French watching right now or listening right now have always already said that. Yeah, of course they have. They say it, they would, of course. Oh, Wow. Um, okay, well, everyone's good. Yeah, Beowulf is Irish, uh, American. Uh, the bull is Irish American. I'm Irish. <laughs> a little bit American. of Iberian Peninsula thrown in, yeah, there, according a, to one, two, three, and me. One, yeah. two, four. And, and we're basically just uh, we're European mutts. Mutts. That's you right. know what? <sighs> well, I just know a bunch of people's <laughs> lives are going to be absolutely destroyed. Their identities, their lives will be destroyed if all of that data and information is somehow incorrect. Listen, just don't commit any murders because then they're going to run your DNA through the the databases at this 23andMe and they're going to connect well, you through with your I like second cousin. And then Don't they actually do that for sure? Don't That's they how they caught the they Golden State Killer. Yeah, but how did they get a... Would they had to subpoena the records for the... 
the DNA to get he that. He kept that's licking the envelopes of the letters it. he sent to the That's uh, why police. you buy the ones with the little strip to yeah. pull off. Wait, did, didn't you know they read, existed. did you read the fine print when you did the DNA Does anybody stuff? read the fine print? Fine print. Fine pint? Yes. I've Listen, had a pint already. As we've it, talked it, about conspiracy it, theories recently, there are some that say that you're you're being cloned right now in some uh, underground mountain where the the data from those DNA things are trust are me they being took one look sword. at my I was really a lot of my, words in was, one run on <laughs> sentence that, that was, was the things I had done of the day that I did those things I did all those things that yeah, I done I'm hoping if they do clone me they put those like giant metal titanium wolf they're wolf things, though. That's that's appropriation. There's a different word. Well, yeah, but you're the wolf. Yeah, I'm the bull. I, instead of hooves, I want those from Wolfman appendages. Wolverine, X-Man. Wolverine. Thank this you. This guy over here, right yeah. up here in the corner. That guy right there. Yeah, that guy right there. Yeah, you guys probably can't see it. It's my special. That's what I call it. I'm like a it's my special, special. I'm like book. I'm like Gollum. Which 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 of those characters in that world? Wolverine. That's who you want to be. Uh, who doesn't want to be huge Stackman? Like, by the way, I've watched see, interviews where he's see, like, I, I'm totally natural. <laughs> Ooh, hot take. That's if you include nature as in everything. Ever. Look, I don't mean that he's taken it's, like, I'm but not, hey, don't mean you that he's taken Les Mis though, right? You saw him in Les Mis? That was, that, that proved to me. Would you cry? Did he, did you cry? Did you I overeat actually. I ball I my face off every time I watch that. Well, the lame is is the best. Look, look, huge Stackman is my third out of three favorite actors. Okay, <laughs> he's he's who's, and, who's the first two? Hugh Jackman and then um, Hugh Stackman. Stackman. <laughs> so there's huge Stackman, then there's Hugh oh, Stackman. All, okay. It's all it's all the same, the same individual, just in different well, formats. Just clones of one another, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, just like, Chris Hemsworth is pretty cool too, you know. Well, I'm, I'm not a big, huge fan of the latest Thor, but that's just because it was so incredibly '80s. I feel like it's kind of played out, you know. Well, you're such big fans of X Men. What else are you a fan of? I'm a fan of love. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I, there's a lot of stuff I'm a fan of. I mean, I'm not a well, huge the- fan of like, like Marvel's okay. I think Marvel's kind of running its course i don't think so i think that universe they're is gonna keep making expanding it. and contracting no. depending on whether you're watching the the multiverse or the it's, it, look antiverse or whatever the ant-man is it's do expanding with the but the writing is contracting if you well, get my drift. but they don't have to all they do is pump it into an ai and pull out a formula and turn you know what they're going to do with all this stuff though all they're going to do is turn it into one universe and put it into games that's what they're going to do. Just turn them right into games. Yeah, they already do that. I, all of it, I mean. Yeah, one for like a meta. Every, yeah. every single character is going to. So you, yeah. can, you can play. Well, here, well, here's the thing. Online in a whole universe. They've already done that. Um, in It's called WoW. Uh, it, it, they, in a different way. But they have done meta. like superhero. But I know what you're saying. Like they've done World of Warcraft. And then they've done like a superhero say, one. Not throw these anagrams. Sorry. Anagrams. Sorry. Anagrams, that's. Uh, satanic well actually wow <laughs> let's pretend that this episode is for every boomer baby boomer out this there. episode is for every baby boomer well, out there uh, wow is both an anagram not an anagram it's a what am i thinking i don't know what you're thinking of i know what you're thinking of but i don't remember what it it's is a, so it's I can't an remember. acronym for it's an acronym but it's all I, okay acronym was what i was going for yeah. I was to anagram. Anagram. but it's also a palindrome at the same time 
How about that? Wow, just like race car. You notice I didn't bring up anything about the fact that W in the alphabet is a certain number away from... And the acronym is a palindrome, but the actual name World of Warcraft is not no. a palindrome. <laughs> I said, wow. How what? Wow. Fo-Warcraft. I'm cutting that part out. But anyway, yeah. So I think it would be probably good to jump into the episode that is specifically made for you. This is for you. <laughs> the baby boomer. I have terrible news. It's the worst possible news, and it's news for us. It's news for you, but it is not news for those of you and the rest of society who suffer from the same affliction. Beowulf and I have a very nasty addiction. We can't help ourselves. We stay awake till 2 a.m. on the weekends, then we wake up at 10 a.m. to go to the gym. It's a very terrible and dysfunctional Sigma Alpha Epsilon lifestyle, and we have lived it quite recently. It's not sustainable. It's bad for your psyche, and Beowulf and I are suffering. See, we're addicted to Stardew Valley. We can't stop farming. We can't stop foraging. We can't stop murdering slimes, bugs, grubs, rock crabs, duggies, bats, stone golems, ghosts, dust sprites, shadow brutes, shadow shaman, and squid kids. Our community center is almost complete. We're missing the red snapper. Pam is an alcoholic. She's a failure, but we still feed her her addiction with gifts of pale ale and beer. Haley is the worst, and Abigail is an absolute snob. What I'm trying to say is that this is a cry for help, one that has caused me to think about why we as humans are so engaged in escapism very heavily. Is it out of fear, loneliness, desired sense of belonging, boredom? That is why Beowulf has decided unilaterally of her own volition, this was not my decision, to create an entire episode on Stardew Valley, our addiction to escapism. So keep this going in the background indefinitely. I'm so excited right now. You have a problem. And listen, if you're someone who is saying, huh, what? We're doing an episode on a farm simulation. Yes. Think of this as a metaphor for existence, life, love. I guess the real basis of this episode is going to be escapism via video games, but it was born of our addiction to Stardew Valley. (laughs) I'm just going to sit here with my jaw dropped because... Oh, you're better than us? Is that what you're saying? That too, but that's beside the point. Oh. You're not. Some great music. This right here? Oh, yeah. This is is music. What is it from? It's it's every game. It's not from anything. This is from storyblocks.com. We have an, we have, we have the rights. We pay for the license. We pay for the license. What is, here's Um, the problem. Here's the problem with this. I'm sure you're going to dive into this. I thought you were going to dab there for a second. You thought. Yeah, I did. That's too long ago. It's no longer pop culture relevant. Anyway, what were you going to say? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you like that. this you like yeah, this music yeah yeah who doesn't like that i mean i i think of you know an arcade going yeah. in and sitting down on a little table and playing some pac-man going on or better yet my favorite of all time two favorites i couldn't i could never decide between galaga or um asteroids well save asteroids. that same game save that for later awesome. same game. asteroids I used it was like playing freaking tennis, man. By the time you were flying around, you sweat flying around. I can't decide between stupid little mini wheats and frosted mini wheats. Both it's are the delicious. Same. But the same. 
But save that for later, because I actually want to get your opinion on that, because you're you're sort of from that era. Uh, I had Pong. Well, yes, but that birth of video games and like arcades and bowling alleys and stuff like that. Like, I want to get your opinion on that. That was the best. Right. Yeah. Because we're in a a different age now. While those still exist, it's Well, I just want to make it abundantly clear. I'm passing, not forever, the helm of this episode to you. To me. So go ahead. Oh. Oh, I'm not even one of the, I'm not even the wolf or the bull, and I'm taking over. As we knew would happen sooner or later. No, no. This I won't, mean, this yeah. won't be happening forever, guys. But I, uh, we're going to leave now. This is a topic I am quite passionate about. So I'm excited. Hmm. Yes. I'm turning the music down. For everyone listening and watching, if you do not know what Stardew Valley is, do not worry. I am going to give you a rundown so that you can approach this topic from the same position can, we have. Well, can we can we preface this seriously first? Look, yeah. Helm restricted apparently. We've the Wolf and Bull podcast <laughs> has been very serious as of late. We've been very serious. We've been very serious with our discussions and our topics and we will continue to be serious. But this right here, this is this is a palate cleanser not of nonsense but Actually, of, there's of some- joy, of happiness. There's you could dig into some serious social concepts with this. Well, yeah, don't don't we're going to but don't it's get not, ahead of yourself because well, there's a very dark look, part of this. Later look, on. look, look, we've talked about assassinations. OK, so I'm, uh, I'm, we're not we're not going too far off that map down the road. Apparently, someone did not review the notes <laughs> too in depth. <laughs> I didn't read the notes. So, um, yes, we will. We will continue. Uh forward with this is a lighter topic for the most part but yes there are um we will mention something that is a little dark later on your incompetence at fishing no yes let me let me just put it this way uh we're approaching this topic at least from the perspective of wolf and i as big fans of video games i know you've mentioned that you like video games as well Maybe not Stardew Valley or some of the other ones we've talked about because you haven't played them. But we Bo are. likes chess. You know what? 40. Chess online is great. It you is. I'm not saying that's uh, a statement. It's a true uh, one. I just want to preface that, that we're approaching this as big fans of video games. So whatever we say, we are still big fans of video games regardless. You a solitaire okay. guy? No. 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 Never figured that. Never really understood. Solitaire's. It's fine. It's I've just never liked playing alone. Yeah, Aww. that's sad. <laughs> Very sad. But raindrops. So, what is Stardew Valley? Okay, it's a good question. Stardew Valley is a farming simulation and RPG game that was <laughs> developed by Concerned Ape and published by Chucklefish. That is how that's, we're starting this off. That sentence. I love the names of the production company and Concerned Ape. By the way, just if you have a Spotify account, or even if you don't. Just, just look up the music from this thing. It's amazing. Concerned Ape, one word. It's fantastic. The music from this game is great. You guys are looking, you're laughing I, at me. No. But I chuckle, told you I was passionate about concerned this. Ape. You know, yeah. you know what's funny? Is if you had a said that sentence in any other time period, any, people would have thrown you out a window. You know what we need to do? We need to chisel that on like a rock and then bury the rock. And then hundreds of years from now, someone's going to bring that rock up and say, they must have wor- worshipped Concerned that, Ape and Chucklefish, I'm the telling gods. you, all those kind of wild-ass names and things that, that came out over the years, 
I think they originally came but, from bands and things. They did. Uh, like Smashing Pumpkins and all the different, you know. Yeah, sorry, guys. Our neighbors are now flying F-15 Tomcats. <laughs> like a big airplane. Yeah, they're flying F-15 Tomcats <laughs> oh, across the sky. No, they took out their garbage They were just Tuesdays. dropping a package in yeah. Stardew Valley. Yeah, it was Amazon flying right. above us. Um, interesting side note, you brought that up. Civilizations, you know? Mm-hmm. You did. You didn't. You did. Then you commentated on it. I'm commentating on both of this. Anyway, I was watching something today uh, from uh, the Y-Files, which is a very phenomenal YouTube channel, Y-Files. Shut up. You, you rock. Um, they were, he was talking about how there is a particular book and it's called Adam and Eve and it, it's not the Bible. And it talks about how um, the polar shifts, the poles shift mm-hmm. and that certain like civilizations like uh, I don't know if you've heard of uh, Mew civilization supposed to be in the middle of the Pacific. Mm-hmm. How because of the polar shifts and the magnetic changes that over time, this book basically said that every 6,000 or so years, the poles and the magnetics things, they like all that shifts. I'm really doing a terrible job yeah. describing this. Yeah. They, and it destroyed people, certain civilizations. Yeah. And it's fascinating. People and we need to talk little, about this because it was well, fascinating. Let's save it for next time. I just wanted to point well, it out because note, you brought up the Brock. People in the geologic, looking at the geologic record, can see evidence of these kind of things. Mm. Mm-hmm. way, way beyond 6,000 years. I mean, well, it's happened multiple, multiple times over the history of our planet. Be, all you have to do is look at the iron content in rocks and see how, in what direction the iron particles are well, pointing well, you can, magnetically to see that the, polars, the poles have shifted well, over time. Well, they were talking yeah. about how there was a specific... We'll get, we'll get to Stardew Valley. Do not worry. Anyone listening to this, this who is, saw Stardew Valley is this saying... This is content, okay? Look, this it. is good. This is good. All I'm saying is just there's a specific area. I believe it's in Africa, northern Africa, where they think Atlantis may be, quote, unquote. Um, anyway, in that area, there are mounds of rock and sand that are 50 feet high that were caused... By a tsunami in Africa. Cool. World is kind of a volatile place and has over its history. Well, I mean, it'd, be, it'd have to be a thousand foot tsunami. It. Yeah, those have happened. That's what, yeah. Look so, up, you know, look up some of these these mega volcanoes and things sometimes. Mm-hmm. But the place in Africa that you're talking about that's, you know what, that's it, near it's the like rift, a, yeah, it's it was a, actually the designated area for the designers of Stardew Valley. Oh, we're going back to Stardew they, Valley. They really Smart. were. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. Wasn't that true, Bale? Yeah. <laughs> That's that's, that's where Chucklefish was born. That was artfully yeah. done. Chucklefish is the publisher of the game, oh. but yeah, Chucklefish publisher. Oh, yeah. I thought that concerned was ape and Chucklefish are not cuttlefish. Characters. I thought Cuttlefish and Chucklefish. They're I thought not it was characters. A funny Cuttlefish is a Chucklefish. Wow. And a Cuttlefish, okay. of course, is a type of octopi, which a lot of people believe have the same uh, cognitive cognitive abilities as human beings. So that's why they call them Chucklefish because they laugh at us because they know more than we do. They remember the civilization of Moo. All right. And you know why I know so much about Moo? Oh, my God. Mew. No. Do you know why I know so much about Moo? Because you're a bull. Because I am. Yes. Yes. A bull knows how its herd can moo. Wow. I have... uh... I have died inside <laughs> just a little bit. Let's get back to Stardew Valley. Sorry, I just thought it would be interesting. It was a very interesting video. Not that it means it's true. It's just interesting to think and talk about. Okay. Back to Stardew Valley and Concerned Ape and Chucklefish. A farming simulation game. It is. Got one sentence in to the explanation <laughs> before you guys took it on a five-minute tangent. But 
It's okay. Imagine farming in a thousand foot tsunami. Okay. Well, we don't have to do that in this game. Thank God. In the game, players take on a role of a new farmer and they inherit an overgrown, rundown farm from their grandfather. And the player's goal is to restore the farm to its former glory while also building relationships with the other residents of Stardew Valley. Look how happy she got describing that. Like she went from like sourpuss attitude a second ago to happiness. Yeah. One of the defining features of Stardew Valley is the wide variety of activities that players can engage in while they're playing the game. And players can plant, they can harvest, they can raise animals like cows. Yes, cows. You heard that. Goats, My chickens, female. sheep, and they mine for <laughs> minerals. They can go fishing and getting, you were just mentioning octopus, mm-hmm. octopi. You can fish for that and squid and... <laughs> Uh, wood skips and he list large all the fish off bass. Yeah, yes. which one do we need? Wood huh? skips. We need the red snapper. Yes, right we now. do. Yes, what we do. Who skip? made the mistake? Me. Yeah, skipjack. Right. We finished every. Th- we finished everything else, only to find. What? I wanted to do it in the first year, only to find that we needed one, one fish. No what, one knows what, what we're happens, talking about. What happens when like the. The large industrial farmers like Pioneer and those guys come in and try to buy your farm. This is a fictional world, so that doesn't happen. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. No. There's no imminent domain in no. this. In this yeah, the government doesn't come in and say, hey, that's mine. No, you, you just live in peace and harmony while murdering. Now, I'm liking this game a lot now, if you can live it's, in it's, peace It's actually more interesting Dude, and detailed than you The think. music is literally like this the entire time. If you were to roll up a a J. Older than <laughs> You'd go to a different world. You know, Joe Rogan probably does this in his spare time when he has yeah. spare time. Every you decade. Think, when we're he making, has one hour of spare time. This music and ayahuasca at the same time. Probably. The trip you would have? You'd that's go why, on that's, one. That's probably, you know, Chucklefish probably did that. That's why he came up with the name Stardew Valley. Well, concerned, concerned Ape. ape. Yeah, let's, let's, not, let's not disrespect concerned ape okay he was a part of this he was a very important part he's also making haunted chocolatier okay Uh, it's another game anyway we're 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 sliding all over the place again reel it in reel it in you're managing (laughs) each activity offers different rewards and challenges Mm. for example planting different crops during different seasons because they have spring summer uh, fall winter almost forgot what fall was uh they yield different resources fishing requires different techniques and strategies and equipment and each npc for those who are not aware you <laughs> non something character, playable character non-playable character so they just yeah basically uh they have their own schedule their own likes and dislikes in the game and players can give them gifts talk to them build their friendships and building friendships with these npcs can lead to uh new items quests you can even build a romantic relationship you can date them you can date multiple you can marry them i'm currently on a mission to marry uh well i don't think you can marry they don't have consent but i want to be housemates with this like little thing (laughs) that lives in the sewer called uh Cronus? Cronus? Crobus. 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 See, see, we're spiraling again. We need to keep keep it on track. Keep what, it on track. I, I think we uh, there ought to be, you know, maybe a character that could become a lawyer and get on the side of these NPCs and try to, you know, kind of advocate for them. Get them a little, a little some, play as non-players. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. 
Straight to jail. Straight, <laughs> straight <yeah>. to jail. <laughs> this you game, go to jail. This game <laughs> also terrible. Also offers a variety of events throughout the year, such as festivals and birthdays, and players can participate in these to get rewards, to build relationships throughout the valley. And as players progress through the game, they can upgrade their tools and unlock new areas. It feels never ending. And now we're also playing the game at the same time because they have this robust multiplayer mode where you can collaborate and do things daily. Like, for example, on our farm, we have a giant barn with cows and sheep and goats in it. And, and I name all the animals inappropriate names that I will not repeat for sake of being censored by Google. Thank God. And, and YouTube. yeah, so I it's will hilarious. Go, like, for example, I'll go milk the cows to put them in our little machine that creates cheese. And then he. <laughs> And then he will go and, you know, harvest the crops. It's it's very One of the basic goats on that level, Biden. but it's also, oh my gosh. <laughs> I thought that would be Not the donkey. Well, I name, I, it, I'm pretty creative with my names. All in all, all in all, it's a very charming and engaging and so, just very relaxing game that offers a wide variety of activities to do. And uh, after a long, challenging day of work, I'm in the corporate world, you know, he's in, you know, all doing all of his business stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that segue i'm in the corporate world and uh <laughs> he does his business stuff you make me sound like a slinging drugs dude like no. <laughs> he does this yeah what's your occupation i do business <laughs> i <have> business <laughs> that's what i do in my spare spare time i do business i just meant self-employed and i'm not so kind of i have to answer to someone just what i'm saying is at the end of a long day sometimes it's nice to just sit on the couch and then we will just unwind with this very simple game have you traced the money back on this yet who developed this this is one of the most popular games yeah but why why did they develop it? Well, number one, why, why people play it? It seems to be a passion why? project. Okay, of okay, okay. Wait a second. It, a Wait. Pause. Passion. Pause. Wait a second. No. You. No. What? He. Cons- I'm. Def- I'm going to defend Stardew? both. Yes. You can't <laughs> say that and be like, but Stephen King writes his books because it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Mm, it is. No. Well, it, if it you're is. talking about the psychological affect of escapism same thing. it's certainly the same there yes now how it's designed and how if you're if you're looking at a book and there are letters on it it you look at one book you open a book and you open another book mm-hmm. unless you're reading the words they all the books look the same they're yeah. just a bunch of words on a page mm-hmm. so your imagination has to be the driver for your escapism in those effects and now the content of those books what is trying to elicit from you whether from you know sonnets or whether it's from narrative or first person, third person, whatever the case may be, that drives your escapism. Mm-hmm. In the case of Stardew, you've got visual affect, you've got audio affect, you've got underpinning probable cause, subliminal probable affect. cause, what <laughs> underpinning probable cause, <laughs> yeah, possibly. <laughs> so you've got a whole different series uh, of things that are it, it's. It's not passive. I don't know if I agree with that entirely. I don't think it's. I don't Why think don't it's. You? I don't think it's fully. I don't like. I. I. Look, I don't mean like I don't agree outright. I mean like there's some of it. I. I think that people 
end up in certain ways through entertainment creating their own narratives. And Stardew Valley, in a lot of ways, is one of those games. There is a side narrative, much like with uh, the book I'm reading right now, um, uh, Ghost Stories by Peter Straub. Great book. Um, there is a side narrative, and in the instance of a book, obviously the full narrative is there through reading and you know the literary aspects. With that being said, the side narrative is to finish the chapter and get to the, through the end of the story. And it's the same thing with Stardew Valley. That's how I view it. I think it's very I, I similar. I don't disagree that, that it's a different form of an underpinning desire for all of us to have to be both entertained and to escape whatever version of reality we either have a problem with or want to get some escapism from. So I, I, I agree with that, certainly. And it's probably more robust, certainly more entertaining. It's not a lot different than clicking on some streaming service and, and falling into that for hours on a couch. So I don't blame any for anybody for it, but there's something more going on here. Maybe we delve into it in the notes. I don't know. A crippling but, addiction well, to... No, it's not what I musical, mean. I mean, think, think about musical. Think games. about what we believe. Um, I, this is a different direction, but like children's television shows over the years or over the 50 year span, if you looked at different sh- shows and you looked at how they were doing and why they were doing different things and you have to kind of question, mm-hmm. you know, why that happens. Well, I do the same thing with games. There are all kinds of games we could talk about. Stardew is just one of them. And it's, it's, a little easier to digest than, than a lot of the games out there, certainly, I'm sure. But there, there's there got to be, and maybe I'm looking for a conspiracy in every corner, I don't know, but there's this is just not some innocuous thing. It, there's a formula involved in oh, yeah. getting people's attention and capturing yeah. it and in, in, in developing. So this, this concept of another world, another reality is what I'm getting to here. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it it bridges a gap between all the negatives that we're surrounding ourselves with all the time and where we want to go. Mm-hmm. Maybe for someone like me, if I played it, which I've never played it, it would be like, oh, this is nostalgic because I grew up on a farm, right? It's a, oh, I, hey, I know how to fish. Let's, you know, the first thing I think of is when you mentioned the fishing thing is the times my brother and I used to jump on our bicycles, head down to, you know, miles away to a railroad crossing, put our bikes in the bushes to hide them and walk back and wade into the streams and catch fish all day. That's where I go with it. You guys don't have that. Yeah, because the fish brains. are all dead. Because <laughs> Greta told me so. They're all dead. So but we there don't are more have fi- any fish. There are more fish alive now than when I was a kid. Trust me. Anyway. It's a fact. I, I think, well, here's the thing is I think that there is a difference between, because there are different forms of escapism. Like well, I, I we're going to we're gonna get into the different types. Yeah. There well, definitely are. Yeah. Well, I don't want to go off the yeah. draft path too much so go ahead and talk with you i'm just giving you kind of a layer as to the way i think about these. well why 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 are you addicted to stardew valley i actually wouldn't say i'm addicted that was just sort of a form of speech and the true definition of addicted i would not say that i yeah no i, I wouldn't say i'm in there either no okay you're being what are you gonna do tonight after this what no. What are you guys going to do today? I have to actually work. I'm going to be working. Making dinner. For biz, other podcasts. Your business stuff? My business stuff, yeah. It's, uh, it involves <laughs> shadowy alleyways and uh, there's some illicit material. Um, no, I uh, I have to that's a finish something for another show. Stardew. But that's a code word. Yes. <laughs> um, that's my name. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> I guess my, my I mean, point is it, I just... 
I think there's different forms of escapism. And if we're going to talk about like all these ethereal senses of like outside of the addiction things, but like creating your own world and creating your own story. I mean, we could take that in an area that's weird as hell because we don't know much about, we know a lot about the human mind, but we don't know, don't know everything about the human mind. And there's, I mean, I wonder, I've always wondered like, what if like your internalized ideas or the things that you narrate within yourself, like what if they have the same effects that some people believe dreams have? You know what I'm saying? Like the weirdness that people believe behind dreams, like you're going into another dimension and like that type of thing. Well, if you, you know, do, if you do certain things over and over in repetition, like this, this game obviously allows you to do to build up something in some ways, that's a very positive thing. Right? Yeah. You, you're, you, it's teaching you the basics of you must do a lot of little things to gain this bigger thing over here in the future. So that's, it's not instant gratification in that way. Mm-hmm. It might be for catching the sand crab or whatever the one you're missing, Trapper or John. I'm missing the wood snapper wood, or the, wood snapper, the red, the red snapper. snapper. Whatever it is, it, that might be fun in the instant, but there's a, a bigger picture. And I think that's a, that is a good lesson overall. Mm-hmm. But there's something else going on here in, it, in this, this whole idea that we're expanding the internet to version three, four, five, six, whatever it is over in the future and how it's not just utilizing goggles for a metaverse or a virtual reality but there's this uh, there's another term for when you're if you're wearing glasses or something right now that you could actually see the reality around you but other things pop up that's that's where i see this stuff kind of heading myself well we've been talking about escapism a lot so let's just kind of put a definition on it and then we'll lean into the the further (laughs) Further definition? The further? What are we talking about? Like <laughs> the further? That sounds Going like the, the upside. Yeah, that's what I was like. Yeah. Um, you know what? That's a great name. The for, further. For a, I'm taking it. No one touch that. I demand it. The further. The further. No one like that. That would go well with the book. You. I know. If started. anyone steals it, I'm suing. That's what you should call that weird. This place. will be used in court. This episode, Stardew Valley episode. I'm, I, th- I thought of. I it's probably already been first, used. So I'm going to use it in my book first. You better hurry and finish your book. Yeah, I know. Okay, okay. Escape. I mean, you said it. But I captured the notion. We both thought the same thing at the same time. I verbalized it. You did. You thought it after I But I give you credit for the jokes that I end, so. (laughs) Escapism. It refers to the act of withdrawing from reality or everyday life by engaging in activities or hobbies that allow one to escape mentally. Or physically. So we're talking, like you've mentioned, reading. You were talking about Stephen King, uh, watching movies, TV, playing sports even. And of course, as we're focusing on today, video games. And escapism can actually be healthy when it's done in moderation. Uh, It can provide temporary respite from stress, a chance to relax and unwind. But done excessively or in place of addressing your real life problems, that's when it becomes a problematic issue and can be referred to as maladaptive escapism. My escapism is business, 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 business. <laughs> I'm never going to live that one down. Business stuff. I'm doing business stuff. I'm corporate and you're doing your business <laughs> You're in corporate. I'm in business stuff. <laughs> you know, there, there is a, there is a, again, a very positive aspect to some of what you just mentioned as far as, you know, people need to decompress. Yeah. You know, there's there's expectations laid upon people in the corporate world. And 
maybe by themselves in the business. The business world, you know, <laughs> this business, all of it around me at all times. Busy, busy, business. Business, business, business. business. I'm a business man. Business. Oh my god! I be something else. I need to. Use. I need to do like. I need to find like a pun, a pun, a pun audio effect for him. Just need to have it go off like an alarm, like one of those like. You got cowbells. Cow yeah. Well, I mean that's. Uh, anyway, <laughs> anyway, anyway I, decompressing is always a great thing. Back in the day when, when you were in your youth, your younger corporate days, mm. and you were you were not you were going an hour in each direction to the office Mm -hmm. there is something to be said for decompressing to or from work usually going to work you're kind of revving yourself up in one way or another but coming home oftentimes you were you know i don't i'm not trying to place words in your head but you would shun some of the things that you were thinking about to try to get you in a frame of mind that would develop a better uh ability to to do things off work hours that have nothing to do with that and decompressing is a part of that. Now, now we're in a different kind of world where a lot of people are working or doing their biz from home. Business work. Business stuff. Business, business. Business. <laughs> and so there's this is a different kind of decompression. Yeah. Streaming, reading, video gaming. Well, as a business <laughs> businessman <laughs> in the industry of business, I uh, would tend to align myself with the business of business in businessing the business of listening to corporate talk from a fellow corporate, not business person. It's totally different. Yeah, you like that <laughs> sentence. Um, yeah, I, you know, I think the interesting thing to me is there. Where is that line of? Because I see people checked out all the time. and Probably different for everybody, right? The line. Maybe. Um, if, if that were the case, then I don't think there would be so much algorithmic stuff to everything. Um, I think a lot of it is obviously a numbers game. But you think about it with popularity of certain songs and certain uh, books. There's an algorithm. I mean, songs... I don't know if you guys ever saw the clip of Ed Sheeran playing like every song with the same same four chords. Yeah. So I think there's a psychological aspect to it of like, where is that threshold of being so involved in daily life and then disappearing into something that doesn't quote unzigs exist? How these games even work though. There's a, so it's like you can, you can talk about the same strategy in anything from games to books, to songs, to, Heck, food stuff or different types of uh, pharmaceuticals. All there's always a generic level first. The entry level is what is most common amongst the crowd I'm trying to sell my thing to. Game, pharmaceutical, food, whatever. So there's this this commonality that allows it to be sold to the most people that want this. It's it's like it's like going to restaurants. If you go to an Italian restaurant, the really good ones have a variety of different spices and different things they use for sauces, et cetera, et cetera. Olive Garden. It, it, well, I wasn't going to use them as an example. But if and if you go to a generic place, the sauce is the same, man. And it's the same because it's got a flavor profile that a majority of people will be okay with. Yeah. But over time, if you want to get better and better at things, and games is what we're talking about today, it's got to be more defined. To, it's got to be steered to the individual. How do you do that? You create more detail. Well, you also do that with like big data and analytics as well. So it's predictive in nature, especially when it comes to this AI thing you mentioned a little little bit ago. So I guess my whole question is like, I think for everyone, there is like a threshold of when 
it's healthy and then it's not healthy. Granted, yes, Beowulf and I have stayed up till 2 a.m. and then woken up at 10 and gone to the gym, but that has not been every night. That is one. Let's put it this way. We did that and then we got back from the gym and we looked at each other and we said, dear God, what have we done? That's literally what we did. So we've tapered things down, but I, I don't know. I just, I think there's like a lot, a large subset of society, which is not a criticism, but a large subset of society that kind of trickles very easily into that escapism nature. And then that escapism thing becomes their existence. Well, why do people even play video games to escape, right? The one main reason probably is that people gravitate towards something that escapes their everyday pressures, which I think we're all familiar with. I think everyone can pretty much agree there's a lot of everyday pressures going on in the world. Which color black shirt should I pick? Yes. The difficult, difficult decision every morning for you. It's very different shades But the, the video games provide a way to step away from, you know, whatever reality or responsibility you just need to put aside for now, right? And that can be the same again with books and streaming services and... Just so your general is, is that escapism or avoidance? That's the question. Well, it, it depends on how you use it. it it's all uh, it depends. That's that's the big that's our uh, motto for I today's think, episode. I, I think it that depends. I think that question is is redundant. I think it's the same. I think avoidance and escapism are on the same coin. No, I don't think so at all. Mm. Because there there are times when um, I I know my responsibilities. I know their deadlines. I know that I'm going to get them done, and I need to break from them. And I would need to escape from them. Not trying to avoid them. Oftentimes, I'm doing something else to try, kind of recalibrate because I've been thinking about whatever those things are so well, much. Sometimes you can just that, step well, away in order well, to do your best work. Here's the thing. I want to clarify. I'm not putting a negative connotation. I, I think that... I of, am of, on the I, avoidance. I, I'm not. I think that there, I think avoiding something and escaping from something is literally the same thing. I, if, don't, I don't agree. I, I mean, uh, semantically, I mean, perhaps, semantically. So, but. so when it comes to, because look, there's always something better we could all be doing. Always, I mean, always there's something better, and and I don't mean it in the sense that like I'm not criticizing. I'm just saying that I do think there is a very fine line, and paying attention to it is kind of. Would you, you say know, procrastination is a negative connotation or a positive? It depends on what I'm procrastinating. I've never heard procrastination in a positive. I'd say light. negative. That's a negative so connotation. So I, I guess what I'm trying to do is, but I've heard escape in a positive light. I've heard avoidance in a I'm positive saying. light, and I've I heard both of them of in negative. I've heard both of them in negative lights too. Oof. I well, avoided yeah. a crash. That's positive. I avoided death. That's a positive light. All right, all right. Yeah, see, we're talking ha. about a psychological avoid semantics. <laughs> I win. No, no one loves someone <laughs> more than they use semantics to win an argument. I've won the argument. It's like getting I, off on a technology when he murders someone. I am the Elon Musk's of arguments now. <laughs> goes to avoiding an accident. Well, no, but I, I run headlong into accidents. Yes. So <laughs> I win every time. I'm no. talking about avoiding things mm-hmm. that you know you need to do. And there, every one of us, including ourselves, have done that. Mm-hmm. We know someone or we know ourselves well enough to know that we've avoided and procrastinated and put things off to the side. So what do you do to fill that time to make yourself, instead of feeling guilty about avoidance, you fill your time with something that's escaped. Well, but, but, but yeah. the reason I, the reason I take the alternative and this is, I'm not trying, using an example that might be considered hyperbolic. I'm not trying to make it hyperbolic. Like you can't like 
I get that, but it's also in the sense of like, okay, well, say someone is struggling with X or has a problem with X. You can use the same thing to avoid that problem that is potentially something that is purely within your own head, if that makes sense, or an outlier situation you can't control within your own life that is well, out of your control. We'll talk about so the later. avoidance can kind of be, you know what I'm saying? Like, so if you have a challenge, you want to avoid it instead of taking it? If you're it, in a on. bad household... Video games help you avoid whatever that problem is. You get my, you get what I'm saying. I'm not like, I, I, I'm not I, trying to make it like only. There's that, always funny you know? lines to these things. Yeah, you know me better mm-hmm. than anybody. You're wearing a black shirt. I would wear a gray one, or in this case, a green. Well, one. This one is actually so, gray black. Is it gray the black? Name. It's actually the name. It's, it's not black. charcoal. It's, it's charcoal black. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the most pretentious part of the episode. Yes. <laughs> We have one every time. That's um, right. You get what I'm saying, though. Like, I'm not trying to like. I'm not saying that it's like. It, I, it's all in you your know, definition of things. I know that the you know words are just symbols for meanings. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. Profound enough for you? Deep. Or do you want to avoid talking about it? I would actually prefer to escape that conversation. <laughs> well, here's the thing: people may play video games not just to, uh, you know, avoid no. or escape. They may be turning to video games because they actually want to experience something that they're not able to in real life. And that can mean like experiencing different cultures or visiting exotic locations or even engaging in activities that may be illegal, dangerous, or impossible. Let's go on a happy so note that's first. That's not avoidance. That's like. Yes, let's go on a happy projection? note first. Yeah. I immediately. That's a whole th- different thing I right immediately there. immediately think of just cause. What's that? That a game. game that was really good until it wasn't. In that game, you're basically on this island that I don't think is real, but you're I don't even remember where it's it is. It's not real. Haven't played in a long time. Yeah. However, you can like hijack a Porsche and drive it off a cliff. It's like Grand Theft Auto. And then, you know, like okay, maybe that was a better example yeah. than Just Cause. I mean, Just Cause is like the same version except in Just Cause you're a good guy saving a country from a dictatorship. In Grand Theft Auto, you're just a criminal yeah so you can go like hang gliding off a, a jet you can and, steal a 747 in grand theft auto right. and then fly it into a skyscraper sounds dark jeez yeah, that's really dark well, like, i'm just yeah. gonna say i'm just gonna stop at the hijack hijacking the plane part but doing it in real life is something i don't anticipate doing so hey you can also drive a porsche off the top of that same skyscraper landing on top of the 747 to escape mm. well same with like being Nathan Drake, I can't really hop from uh, from the ancient building in the middle of the Himalayas to the next one in my personal life. I don't anticipate that happening, but I can instead play as Nathan Drake and do it in one of the Uncharted games. The second one, which is the best one, by the way. What? The second one is the best one. No. Yes. What do you think the best one is? The newest one. Oh, the fourth one. A Thief's End. <laughs> Pretty good. I'm a big fan that of Naughty one is Dog games. Obviously, the best one. Okay, well, that there is so there how is does a, Raw Dog and Chocolate <laughs> Fish. And, isn't that the name of dog? Isn't that the name of the guy? That what did I say? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what I said wrong. Isn't that the name of the people concerned that made ape? <laughs> Chucklefish and Naughty Dog. That's what I said. You right? said Raw Dog. <laughs> well, I thought that's what you said. No. 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 You, that's no. A, no. We are not. I need to bleep well, that entire thing yes. out. 
He's Holy a naughty dog. Crap. Oh my! No, stop! Just <laughs> stop! Me, just stop. stop! You don't know what that means. <laughs> just stop! It's okay. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, your boomer is showing. Stop. Yep. <laughs> oh my god! That was very raunchy. Was what you just said. Very, very funny. Yeah. Naughty, naughty nope, dogs. Nope. Stop. It's We're not going to talk about boomer. naughty dogs. It's boomer. naughty dogs. Stop boomer. it! Stop <laughs> it! Stop! Okay. I know you know what that means. I That's, do not. No. Well, I'll tell you later. That was hilarious. Okay. That was very, very funny. Naughty Dog is the name of the <laughs> video game production company that made Uncharted, The Last of Us 2. They made The Last see of Us why the ape was so The Last of Us, the first one. Oh, my God. Just the puns I can, are not I can see why the ape they, was the, concerned the about won't. Naughty Dog. Oh, my God. Bottom line, I'm trying to say, is like shooting RPGs. I would, well, we're, we'll get into this. Well, you'd hope most people playing them aren't going to do that in real life, right? Most of them don't. Most of them don't. Role playing games. Oh. Role playing games yes. with with non no players NPC okay Not, God I yeah, thought you were going yeah. back to the no, no NPCs <laughs> NPCs yes um yes so basically with a role playing game it, it's like World of Warcraft you pick like, what do you mean by shooting art shooting so it's like Call so of Duty like you ever see that Call of Duty Halo these are games oh, where you're shooting games yes. yeah I thought yeah. you mean like filming a game no like, no no, no those no, will, no, yeah no. I okay I don't okay. think they're so filming simulator twenty twenty three I I can't believe you're not even you're you're observing this world from a passing spaceship wow. <laughs> it's okay there's nothing wrong with that video games can also serve as a type of social escapism so for some people it's a way to actually interact with others in a safe and controlled environment multiplayer games for example they can allow players to form communities that maybe they don't have in their real life and friendships and they may be beneficial for those who feel isolated in their everyday life and, you know, that can also turn into something crazy. But for the most part, I think it's a positive for most part thing. It this is all about safety and control. I, you can get, I, can, I can hijack, as you said, hijack a plane or ride a Porsche. No, but I mean, like, way. you can actually meet people yeah. when you play online. And you can meet people in You can in also countries. meet people in your neighborhood. Oh. No, 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 no. Wait. No. You don't? You can't? We don't like the HOA, no, you okay? Can. <laughs> oh, you can. But I'm just saying for some people, maybe um maybe like you you were saying earlier, Wolf, maybe they are in an environment where they are unsafe with maybe there's a situation with family members or their house, or maybe they live in an area that's not quite safe and they're able to meet people. Of course in well, real life too. Well, but it's just it's bull, just a new age way to form The bull has always said that when he looks at his phone. If he turns it off, it's a paperweight. But when it's not turned off, it's a tool. That's right. And a video the game same can, be, a can be said in this instance, depending on what you're playing. I would agree with you entirely. I just don't understand the rules of this tool. Well, that's, that's what uh, I'm saying. Us, the rules are very blurred. Well, it seems yeah. to me that a lot of the efforts around these tools that you're talking about are, for lack of a better way to put it, avoidance. They're they're mm. they're. They're capturing someone's ability to risk without risking. Well, that depends. Which is interesting to me because well, I like that. I mean, I go back to Star Trek, watching old Star Trek days, or not Star Trek. Yeah, Star Trek, where they had the quote-unquote holodeck. Yeah. If you remember that, that was a long time no. ago. Basically, do, yeah. you walk into a room ones, and it was yeah. what, it was the next. And they zapped him down. No. Didn't zap anybody down. That's, that's oh. the transporter. Ah, sorry. Get your technologies correct. Sorry, yeah. You've already had the flip phone a million times. Hey, you confuse Naughty Dog with something else. You can give me a little bit of grace with uh, the with the the holodeck. 
I, I still don't understand. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it post-recording. But anyways. Video games can also be used as a form <laughs> of... It can't be my new moniker. No. No. Okay. no, no. I mean, it could be. It'd be really freaking funny, but no. No, I can, no. I can guess pretty well. I've, yeah. Kind of but hilarious. the holodeck, you walked... It was basically a virtual reality... Yeah, I mean, you were walking into a whole new world. That's that's what we're talking about here, but it's in its infancy still, correct? Um, kind of. I, I don't think. Yeah, sometimes it depends on what you're playing. Like a lot of it, like a lot of it isn't in its infancy. I mean, some of it's been around for a decade. I mean, it, when it comes to like distinguishing between like the, technology, as we both have discussed, has not yet hit that event horizon of being indistinguishable. It's getting very close, mm-hmm. especially with like the recent. Um, what was it? Uh, um, the Matrix. They they released this um game based around the Matrix that was around a whole new like system of technology development system that was very, scary, very good. Um, so I mean it's getting there, but that like communication wise, I don't I don't think like I still don't I don't I get what you're getting at the avoidance thing, I, and I think a lot of people use it that way, but I also think it's also a medium that transits like transfers into like if you're far away from a friend, you can utilize that to spend time with that person, um, or if you're you're trying to per Beowulf's example, meet new people. You can also do that. And they also have real life meetings. Like they don't like most yeah, of the time, like they meet up. So it's like, a, it's like a, it's a, it's a in between to walking like, out to your local coffee shop. Like you can it, go to the game, meet someone who's on a username, meet that person at the coffee shop. And then you're friends in real life and in the game. Some could even consider it networking. Like kind truly, yeah, truly yeah, like they can build way. social followings uh, through like streaming. It's a company we'll talk about now. Yeah. It's a whole company thing. Yeah. But it's also a form of emotional escapism for a lot of people. They, they cope with their negative emotions, such as anxiety, depression, uh, boredom, being in the business world and the business life doing business. I, well, it, think of it. it. This could be something like you talked about. You grew up on a farm and you can understand maybe the attractiveness of playing a game. The nostalgic where you nature of it. The nostalgic nature, but also take it a step further. Maybe being able to plant something and wait 30 to in-game days for it to harvest. And then you get you know tokens. It's not quote real, but maybe someone can feel a sense of accomplishment if they're you know living a pretty quote well, mundane. Isn't that life. part of the thing though, Bale, that, that the tokens and the, the events that you go through on here actually are beginning to have certain values. Yeah. Now, yeah. To some people, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, that's... In a that's, lot of places. That's really kind of where you're going with, with blockchain and crypto and mm-hmm. things like that because a token in the game, if used in a game with other players, now has an exchange value, which is what money well, but, is anyway. But, but again, value... That's all money. That's is. always kind of been the... Yeah, it's always kind of been the case. I mean, you could you could say that with like paintings. Like value is determined based on the Yeah, person. but I'm talking about within this game. No, construct. yeah, no. I, I just think the, the construct... like real life instances are now transferring in a lot of ways to so my it's, point to trans it's yeah. like it's I'm a just separate kind of providing like a like you're the bill billichek i'm the tom brady i'm providing a supportive assistance here do you tom believe brady that from he's a few saying years ago and not last weekend uh, you're bill billichek he, they, dude did you see mr prescott and how well he played wow yeah four touchdowns and a rushing touchdown Oof. yep five he's proving his worth he is a football. Watching football, another form of escapism. Yes. But let's talk about maladaptive escapism. This is the negative framework around escapism. If we're going to actually take it from a way that's detrimental to your life. Okay. 
Maladaptive escapism refers to the excessive use of escapism, particularly when it interferes with one's ability to function in everyday life. So in the context of playing video games, this would mean spending excessive amounts of times playing to the point where it's negatively impacting your relationships, your work, your school life, your personal responsibilities of basically any kind. And that could mean isolating yourself from your friends and family, sacrificing sleep, sacrificing exercise, um, not getting, you know, outside and getting, you know, vitamin D, uh, failing to maintain a healthy work-life balance and eventually leading to what would be a definition of addiction, knowing and recognizing that something is detrimental to these aspects of your life and just not being able to stop. Do you think that escape rooms have really dived into this? Because never if I, one. I would consider my experience maladaptive because at a certain point if we didn't get help we were going to be there for a long time <laughs> to be stuck in the room it was going to impact our personal life it was so, going to prevent us from working the addiction of trying to figure out the escape room game would have become a prominent part of our life so somebody had to throw you an easter egg right is that the term to get out of that room yeah i guess they just if, Hey, if you need help, just say help. And that's what we did. Yeah, we got to this point where... Wait, really? You didn't get out without help? They give us a few hints. So then that, that that goes to these games as well. Because, you know, there are long play games, and I find them very instructive in terms of, of habit forming, some good things. Uh, you know, computers in general are creating simulations for things that you might do in real life to, to extend your abilities through this universe this new universe into the real world like for example if i wanted to get the skull key to open up the skull cavern i had to get really really good at or or or, foraging or catching fish or you had to know their cheat codes Uh, not in every game sometimes i don't know i bet you here's the not anymore you can go online how did mr beast become a giant well, he's part beast, so yeah, he's part beast. But he started out, yeah. just playing video games online, right, and right. showing people how to do different things. Yeah, well, isn't that cheating? Well, here's the thing, uh, it's, it's, kind of. It's it's, it's 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 not really like what you were talking about cheat code wise. Like from a definitional standpoint, point is kind of like getting phased out of games without punishment now, which is really a big. Well, bummer. here's the thing: games now integrate cheat codes on purpose. Like, or they don't, or they don't. Some, they remove them do. entirely. But some those do. are a different kind of Easter egg, right? Well, yeah, you could you could qualify it. Like for example, but, like for example, if you like back to our beloved Red Dead Redemption, if you do cheat codes in that game, they don't allow you to have it with your saved game. It'll mess up the entire thing. So you have to save and then do the cheat code, and then you can go back to the normal game. So, so it's it kind of like restricts the wideness of your world. Really, kind of yes, kind of like real life. I believe it's Red Dead. Is it Red Dead? Red it, Dead Redemption Two. You can. It allows you to do codes. them, but you can't have them. You'll never find the Appaloosa. The horse. We we I, no, it was the Persian. It's an Arabian, Arabian, it's Arabian, it's an Arabian horse, horse yeah. that I've been I've searching for. She hasn't caught it. it. I she haven't gotten it. it. Yeah. I I'm still haven't gotten it. I know we talked about she that like, about over it. like months ago at this up. point. Um, yeah. On that same note, it's important to say here that those who quote excessively play video games aren't necessarily engaging in maladaptive escapism. It's a question of context. This whole thing. I mean, it really depends on if it's having a negative disruption in your life. Because consider, you're talking about Mr. Beast. So consider all of these streamers, like people who play competitively or stream on Twitch or YouTube. That's a lucrative career option. 
in today's day and age. While it may be That's, somewhat saturated, but so is podcasting. They, I mean, like it's, it's they've turned that into a business. Exactly. And I get it. it's cool that people are able to do what they love and actually make money doing it, especially when it comes to video games. But it's considered a, like a sport at this point. Yeah, it is. Uh, there's there's actual there's, teams globally that do competitive gaming and, and it's really intense really really intense but why do video games have a specifically a bad rep in this regard um can because i can i guess tv's been around since whenever I think that's the reason hmm. i don't because think because so. they're affiliated with the same kind of I, things I, that I think TV. the reason the reason it has such a bad rep is because the the a large subset of society has not been immersed in it as much as another subset. So people tend to make things that they don't fully integrate or understand. Not to say they can't conceptually understand, but fully integrate with as a negative or have a negative connotation. Well, so it's like it's like with it's like with baseball and football and competitive gaming. It's all kind of the same. One involves you potentially having life-altering injuries <laughs> forever, and you make millions of dollars for it, and people should understand that. With that being said, the other one can also involve life-altering issues like eye stuff and back stuff and other stuff that I'm sure we don't ever talk about. And I think the reason people make it derogatory is because they don't, they haven't had enough experience with it, and that's understandable in 15 20 years there'll be something else like competitive seahorse racing i I think the 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 problem for people in my generation that look at this stuff and and give it an egg and i'm not i know i'm playing a little bit hyperbole here with all this stuff and trying to play devil's advocate but i i understand gaming i used to play games when i was at at university i played you know the legend of zelda the first legend of zelda ever you know and such a good game it was awesome. And I, there were several different other games I can't remember the names of, but I remember having my graph paper out and being on these, you know, little green monsters um, running around these islands looking is, for caves to explore like 10 levels and kill. Um, Whatever they were, they they were instructive to me in certain ways of how to puzzle solve in a lot of well, ways. Well, that's what Problem I'm wondering. Solve. So let me ask you your opinion on this. If you were to look at gaming now, do you think it's been wrangled into a position where it's almost no longer fun for some people in the same way it was 30, 40 years ago? I would say there's there's probably tears to that. And it goes back to what Wolf was saying a little while ago. There's you know, there's the four the four chord games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That they they got a formula inside of these that yeah. they're doing on purpose because they know they'll make X amount of dollars on this stuff, and I understand that from a marketing standpoint. But there's a there's a, a human desire to rubberneck, if you will, and so if you see an ambulance going by, mm-hmm. typically most human beings go, "Whoa, whoa what's happening?" And their mind goes off in that direction. So now you can get immersed in a world where you can participate in every ugly aspect of but potentially in life that you ever wanted to discover what it was like and have no repercussions or no evident repercussions. And that's a very attractive thing, but it also seems to me from my standpoint, a very negative thing. Now the, the nature of some games that have a longer term goaling kind of thing, like the Stardew thing you're Mm -hmm. talking about. And uh, there was a game that came out 
is it called Mist? I think yeah, this was yeah. years and years mm-hmm. and years ago. That's that fun had, game. That, that had this whole problem solving direction and could go off in different ways. And, and those things have become very, very popular, but they're also not the most popular. The most popular are the ones where you can be the, the local drug dealer and steal the Porsche and ride around town and shoot up people arbitrarily and things like that. That's what I don't like. I mean, technically, you're actually a cowboy who's a criminal. So you don't get in the car, you get on a horse. That's the, your choice. I, I, I know. I, I know I know what you're getting at. I think, um, I guess my question is, because we, we talk about like, perspectives and like positions and observations mm-hmm. and, and how it's relative to you and I, I would say like from a gaming perspective it's kind of like what what i would look at like what the government tried to do with prohibition right like they, they got rid of pro like alcohol for a period of time thinking that it would be negative on society or they wanted to tax certain things and yada 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 there's a whole thing there clearly i am not an expert on it uh with that being said i feel like gaming may have necessitated some sort of I don't want to say like innate human desire, but definitely like a cultural desire to do those type of things, which, which I don't know if that's good or bad. I don't think it's only that. I think part of human nature, and I know we're broad stroking a lot of things here, but part of human nature is to, to gravitate toward things we're not supposed to do things that, that that might be negative for us. It might be positive, but somebody in our life or some group in our life or some, belief system in our life has told us those are the wrong things to do yeah I mean, you you say you can't drink anymore in the united states what does everybody immediately do bootlegging <laughs> and I creating mean, alcohol should, that could kill you you know like, correct but but history should have taught that lesson mm. you know we, we do that all the time with things we we make these abrupt changes there's things happening right now that are very abrupt that are going to have the same negative effect mm. down the line i i can kind of ensure people that those kind of things will happen just using your your uh, conclusion on on the prohibition thing that happened overnight if if i was a if i was an alcohol manufacturer at the time i'd have i'd have been bummed for about three seconds and then realized holy crap let's weather this storm and we're Mm going to be so rich by the time this is done that we'll get sons in the presidency well you don't hoppy um well that's 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 kind of what I'm getting at is like, I feel, I think that like games kind of have in a roundabout way done that for a lot of things. Cause, cause it's like a, what, well, there's something, there's something I was, I was listening to or reading or watching one of those three, um, <laughs> that, uh, which I've is kind of almost all been the hearing things. it or it smelling been, it. Yeah. But. I could have been tasting it. Um, <laughs> but, uh, they were talking about how like a, a certain subset of society, I think, yeah, it was a real, a certain subset of society, like 10 million or so young men, are not working just they're just not working and historically that has always been shown to indicate that there is some level of unrest within society it was uh what's how the guy that, with 30 how jobs is that even true he i mean the was mike Rowe? we have well okay you're no. being facetious i got i got you i don't know how true it is. but no what he what they what he's saying is like the it's not for lack of jobs. So my perspective is like, okay, well, if that's the case, obviously they're doing something with their time. Um, they could be businessing like me, or they could be gaming. And there's, I don't think there's anything wrong or with gaming. Those damn boomer parents of theirs are taking care of everything like yep. they shouldn't be. Maybe. Uh, but I guess my, my, my question I is take. like, I feel, 
I think that there's got to be like this instance of like positive and negative associated with both. So the, the negative aspect of prohibition is you stop everything and people get pissed because they don't have beer. So they start bootle- boot- bootlegging. And then the negative there is that they could kill themselves with distillery and not doing know what they're doing or start criminal activity. But then you legalize it again. And the alternative is the positive. The people are happy, but then they could kill themselves driving cars and it could become the leading cause of death in all of the country because of that in part. So I guess with gaming, it's kind of the same thing. You have a bunch of people who like doing things that they'll never arguably ever do in real life like i really hope i don't have to fight slime monsters in real life um but then you also have people doing that because they want to do those things in real life but they otherwise wouldn't do them because they're playing the game instead of actually doing that does that make sense in a weird kind of way yeah like two sides I, I, of a coin there it, it is i mean that's that's the old theory of if you if you let a sociopath play games and take up all their time you know, killing people in the games that they won't go outside and kill somebody for, or, 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 or it's know, like, like, well, and I'm not saying that I'm saying that like, there's, there's, there's a positive, there is that, but there's also like the positive aspect of like, I think recently, like last year, some kid, uh, I can't remember his name. He like got really good at F one racing in a video game and almost beat Lewis Hamilton or did beat Lewis Hamilton. Like while Lewis Hamilton was driving his car. So, I mean, like well, there's that, like, there's, there's an a aspect whole of level that. I mean, a think big of, aspect. Think of, well, think about our world now. See, one of the the first games that came out on because games were originally there was a console thing, really crappy things like Pong and things like that. We've talked about or arcades you could go and play asteroids and things like that. But for the most part, games were on the first computers. They were very simplistic games. As they got better, that I remember, Flight Simulator was like one of the first major things it. everybody he attacked. I have the really? recent one. Yes, you does. should see it. They, I can imagine. So wait a sec. I need but, to tell you this. It'll blow your mind. The entire game is based entirely off of and supported by Google Maps. You that can, would be you incredible. Can, you can fly. You can fly from San Diego to Hong Kong, and it will take real world hours. We'll see. But the, here's here's the interesting thing about that. Okay, original flight simulators, you would get in there and you'd get better at your skills of doing this, this, and this. And if you if you sat back and analyzed that a while, up to what you're talking about for today's uh, game, if you call it that, it's it is a simulator. It is it's a practicing a tool. Yeah, it's what freaking NASA used for asteroids. Look, it's the, the first, same kind of the stuff. first thing so I did. How do you think you fly drones now? How do you think the military flies drones? Yeah, good point. By remote control and by probably a bunch of gamers. Look, I'm not saying that this is maybe the case, but the first thing I did is I got an Cessna. Okay, I can't remember oh, what I model it was. I, I got an Cessna you, you like and I flew. Games. I flew for, at 3 a.m. I tried flying from like some rinky-dink small airport that had too short of a runway in Alaska across over to Russia and I failed miserably, but I will tell you that it was so realistic that if you swerve up and down too crazily, you'll damage your plane and it'll restart you. Like, like you have to like, and I had it like on, I had it on like easy. And and honestly, I I love this technology. I think it's incredible. I think where we're going, I can't even imagine how realistic mm. it's actually going to be. And I love the idea in a lot of ways because there are places I've wanted to go and things I've wanted to do that I will never be able to do in my lifetime. Partly because of my age, partly because of of just not being able to like, you want to go, we're going to have enough video and um, realistic simulations of the moon and of Mars in the not too distant future where if you got in a virtual game of some kind, you could be there. I love that idea. I mean, I sit and stare at the freaking Apple TV things that go by sometime and go, 
Wow. The screensavers. Wow. Yeah. Can I get close enough to think I'm in, you know, soaring California. He, he would, you know, he would love I, I, No Man's I Sky. I love that stuff. I Absolutely love that stuff. So there's, I understand it. And I understand that it's more than just an escapism, but I understand also that, that our world is, is it's driven by marketing. And when that happens, you're going to have these layers of these games that, are just going to be have a, this huge negative impact. This, as you said, this mal maladaptive addiction. Yeah, this escapism. Yeah, this addiction. Yeah. And there are going to be people that will turn that addiction into multi-billion-dollar contracts with YouTube, like Mr. Beast, or there are going to be people that turn it into a reason to eat fourteen bags of Lay's potato chips a day. You know, I think and everything. Be I'm a fifteen bag guy, but anyway, <laughs> fifteen bags of Lay's potato chips. Exactly fifteen. That's dinner tonight. Um, no, I mean, everything you guys said, ditto, but also I do think that the cultural aspect around video games is more positive today than it was 10, 15, 20 years ago, for sure. I mean, side note, I just got a shout out The Last of Us on HBO. <sighs> just the fact that they were yeah. able to transform a video game I really you, loved into a good show, at least in episode one. One episode. One you got to give it time to breathe. I mean, just think, like, they, like they've tried to make adaptations, movies, TV shows of video games in the past, and they almost always every fail. Every single one. Almost nose every single one has failed. so badly, and it always feels like, the people writing just hate the video game or something. It just always feels so bad. And so the first time ever, I'm very pleasantly surprised. But there's still time for things to go wrong. So I won't get too ahead of myself. <laughs> but video games have had a bad reputation, at least generally, since like, at least from my perspective, the 90s. Mm. And that's due to several factors. The portrayal of violence in games has led to concerns about the effects of violent video games on children and other young people. The graphic nature of some games has less concerns about what will happen to certain age groups that are playing these games. And there's a whenever there's a lack of regulation or oversight over anything, people, you know, what's the word? Grab their pearls. Clutch, clutch their, their pearls. pearls thank you. I was going to say clutch. I'm like, clutch isn't a word. Clutch their pearls. Um, wow, that is such an old saying. Uh, that was really dating old. Dating myself. These games are run by the entities that screw me over. Uh. Well, and, and think about the idea of video games going into arcades and bowling alleys and having this connotation of being like gambling. I mean, you play Mario Kart, and if you close your eyes, you're inside a casino. Because that's exactly what Mario Kart sounds like. And why do you think it sounds like that? Because the people making the game, in this case Nintendo, understand that the there is a certain nature. a psychological addiction type thing. So 100%, 100% there. But when I think of this negative connotation towards violent video games, the first thing that comes to my mind is the controversy surrounding the aftermath of Columbine. And... Uh, for those who aren't familiar, I'm going to ruin your day. So um, prepare I think yourself. Everyone is familiar. Um, real fast, in the most basic of terms, April 20th, 1999. Let's keep it basic. Yeah. Uh, two high school students who I won't be naming uh, committed mass murder in their high school. Yeah. Terrible. Awful. And after the incident, people started attempting to blame this whole tragedy on the video games that these two individuals played. 
And that whole belief regarding video games being based on the idea of violent video games leading to violent behavior in real life really doesn't have much legs when it comes to scientific research. It just no, doesn't. not much. And uh, committing any act of real life violence, I mean, these two people had mental health issues and uh, there was bullying involved. And again, I'm not going to go into the depths of that, but if you want to attribute it to anything, it's much more likely that that played a, 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 at least a much stronger factor than any sort of playing video games. But the, the whole idea that we, we started this whole episode that Stardew Valley was the addiction, right? And that's a very simple, charming game. The most violence in that game is you are slaying uh, what's the equivalent of jelly beans bouncing around a mine? All right, that's that's the violence in that video hey, game. They're, they have they're they they're people too. Okay, but just for contextual purposes, personally, I am a fan of violent video games. <laughs> I feel like that's like admitting How some sort of cardinal sin. Dare you? No, but I mean, I enjoy playing Joel Miller in Last of Us. You know, killing a thousand people in a zombie apocalypse. I enjoy I, I, playing Kratos and ripping apart a lava monster, literally ripping apart a lava monster human hybrid. I mean, Nathan Drake, hands. Nathan Drake is a straight up serial killer. He in really the is. Uncharted games. I, like I said, I'm a huge fan of their games, but uh, I would like to think that doesn't imply I don't like killing bugs in real life. So drawing that correlation that people who play these types of games are much well, more likely to commit violent crimes. Predisposition psychologically of the people playing the games there's just this it's it's almost like i think of immediately this like satanic panic right in the 80s it's that same sort of or or the witch hunts in salem it's obviously advancing and changing with the times but there's that same just like or the red scare there's just this universal fear right that's taking hold i feel like that's died down a lot in the last 10 years don't you think there's a component though as small as it might be, there's a component of being anesthetized against, not against, but yeah, yeah anesthetized against the idea that, that violence is. Uh, mean desensitized? Desensitized and anesthetized, both. Desensitized is a better word for what I'm trying to convey. Uh, y- you You don't accept or want violence. No. But. It be, if you see it all, it's like anything else. If you see it all the time or participate in it in this tangent, tangential way that eh, it's just kind of normalized. Um, it's kind of just part of I life. Don't, and I, the, the, mm. I, I think about this in terms of, of gangland violence, for instance. You know, south side of Chicago, parts of L.A., parts of all kinds of places in the world where... The, the whole idea of trying to gin up youth against whoever the enemy might be, whether it's another gang, another country, another whatever, is to try to get the youth to be desensitized against the idea of violence being anything but normal. That's, I think that's there's, kind there's of where I'm, very, I think I'm it, not blaming it on a game. No, no. But I'm just saying I think there's 
very low levels of that when it comes to video games, primarily because right now, as I said earlier, the event horizon hasn't yet occurred. When it does and things get indistinguishable, then I'll probably be more on board with that. But right now it's very, very clear differences. I have a, I and have it's kind of like, well, here's the thing. You can, that. well, you can say that about TV too. You can say that about, yeah, but t- t- it's t- not, it's much more but realistic. TV was, TV was okay. You had, especially when cable came out, you had all these channels and the whole way to keep your kid off the channel was to block the channel. Yeah, but the, the, you can still do that with games. Like well, I know you can. You can. But like, our world is a lot different as far as adults and their kids now. One of the things they use video games is the way they used to use TV. Yeah, but, I don't, but again, I don't and, think, I think most of that comes from not necessarily the game itself. Because look, that's, that's, the, that's the problem I have. Because I do have a problem with this. Because it's... There goes my shoe. Um, I, I have a problem with this because people utilize this as like an out of sight, out of mind argument for the things that they choose to ignore. So we can talk about like video games to where blue in the face, but no, no one ever brings that up with violent movies that I've seen multiple kids. I'm not saying, I'm not saying you, I'm saying like most of society, like they don't bring it. Like what was that? What was that movie that we went to recently where this family of like six came in and it was definitely not a movie for children, but see, but see, that's, what well, was that movie? How can you argue against it? Marvel. Marvel movies. Marvel, they wipe out half, half the universe. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Violent. I, I know this to be a part of the equation because I've lived long enough and had kids through a, a, a long enough period of time to watch the change on, on going from normal cable television to streaming. Yeah, but you'd have to, and, you'd have to, if that's... And, and what, it, what became kind of normal to sit and watch while your family was around. Yeah, but you have to, you'd have Big to difference. you'd have to take into consideration that even though that thing has become more normal, technically, technically, historically, we are at the greatest level of peace worldwide than we have ever had. Well, I'm not so, arguing that this translates into just giant so, wars. Or well, anything, I'm not saying I'm, that either. What I'm, I'm saying, arguing is the desensitization. Well, I but I'm saying that if that's if that's the case, then you would assume that people, and not across the board, in a lot of ways, would become less caring and less involved about things that have technically for much of society been marginalized. I think people are less caring and less I don't think involved. So. I don't think so. There's think a they are. specific example in my opinion of there was a game. Well, okay. I'll just say it. The, the last of us, I've mentioned it a hundred times in this episode already. It's a game. I really enjoy. There's two games. So there's last of us one. There's last of us part two. And in part two, without going too far into it, the creator of the game made a point to force the person playing the game to consider the perspective of the enemies that you've spent the first half of the game murdering violently. Again, this game takes place in the future Mm -hmm. during zombie apocalypse. Okay. So you're, and one of the reasons that this game is so beloved, at least the first one, is because the storyline is is pretty incredible. Now, that game got a lot of flack because of that. It got a lot of flack because it forced, whether you loved it or not, or you hated it, it forced the person playing to put themselves in a position where they didn't feel good about half the game. At least that was sort of the general consensus I saw online. People may feel differently. That's fine. But it put you in a perspective where suddenly uh, killing every NPC in the game 
didn't it, it hurt they actually made a point in the game to where they would actually name the people you were killing so like there'd be a group of people and you're supposed to stealth through this field or something yeah. and kill everyone and then uh they made you start um killing dogs that were trying to attack you and and they would name the dogs like bunny and stuff like that and it was well, just it was a really problem heart-wrenching thing that yeah. the game makers again whether you loved kind it or hated it put in there oh I'm just saying that the they were humanizing the opposition, which is something that a lot of video games don't do, which I think goes in hand in hand with what you were saying earlier, that maybe desensitize. And that one made well, it guess, very sensitive and a lot of people didn't like it, which tells me that maybe that's not quite how people are feeling about games. Well, they didn't want to feel I guess badly. my I guess my point is I, I think people tend to... Uh, because I, I, I still I don't I don't agree with the premise that video games have desensitized people. What I agree with is that video games might have played a part into introducing people to the ideas that have further led them to being desensitized to certain things. The game itself is much like alcohol or much like a phone. You put it down. It is just that. It's not going to force you to play it. And there have been games where I've been like, okay, this is a little too much for me. I'm never going to play this game. I mean, there are games out there. So I guess my whole thing is these cultural issues that we might have of uh, desensitized issues, I think they come from the failure of certain cultural institutions as opposed to just the creation of a game. And yeah, there might be a correlation, but that doesn't mean there's a causation. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, like, I get you, I get what you're saying, and, and like a lot of things we talk about, there's a lot of gray in this. But I, I I would point out something else that that gives you pause. You know, creators they they have a lot of motivations. One of them that you just mentioned with version number two of The Last of Us was to create a sense of of understanding from multiple sides of a, of a battle or a engagement or a world, which I think is a, a great thing. You need to understand why people and why your enemy even does the things that they do. And it, hopefully that would lead to a more peaceful existence, not slaughtering each other off all the time, but something a little more basic than that. I had a programmer working on something a few years ago and I got talking to him a lot about some of the other things he was programming and one of the things he had been spending several years programming and putting online were minor games on particular websites specific to the pharmaceutical industry. And basically what they were trying to do is uh, make more fun for the youth to get on these sites, to engage with these sites that were run by somebody that was some corporation that was trying to get you to buy their medicines, mm -hmm. right? And get your parents to buy their medicines. So they were, uh, I want to say gamatizing, but there's another word for that. Uh, gamifying, gamifying, <laughs> gamatizing, gamifying. they were gamifying the situation on purpose with a specific desire behind it. So the creator, this guy that I was talking to in this case, his directive was to, to get those, those websites more sticky because they knew that would turn into more dollars for that pharmaceutical company. You can say that's good or bad. It might have been the greatest thing in the world, but my point is still the same. There are agendas behind and uh, in back of these stuff driven typically by profit motive mm. that may have other things involved. Which I think is And the government gets involved for in regulating these things, in directing these things 
for whatever reasons they have. Yeah, but I think I think a lot of it's I think that's true for almost everything. So I, I guess I guess my whole my whole position on this is: Do I think there's an impact? Yes, a minor one. I just don't think that it's to the extent of. I guess like if you talk about like inoculation, like from a gaming perspective or desensitizing is probably a better word. Um, from a gaming perspective, from like the age of two like 18 if a child at two years old is playing like well what's it like doom if they're playing doom which is about killing demons in the most violent possible way i could see that maybe having a major effect but how many kids it's not a lot do that and the ones that do where do they get the thing from they can't go in the store and buy it because you have to be 17 you can't uh there's there's literal things that they have to go through and it's the same with uh, a myriad of other issues in society that I don't necessarily think are good. I think there's a lot of aspects that are negative, but I don't necessarily think it directly impacts to the degree that people make the argument of. It's all well, almost hear, all or nothing. I hear what you're saying, you know? but over time, this is a creep, right? It's just Maybe. like the movie industry. They have a, a rating system. Gaming industry has a rating system, N for mature or whatever. Mm-hmm. Peggy, whatever 18. Hell that means. Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> but the, the, the M changes. There's, there's a, a board that decides what those things are. Just like there's a board that decides what's an R movie, what's a PG, yeah. what's a G, whatever. Today's R movies, frick, they were X-rated when I was young. Mm. Truly. I mean, from my and, experience, the M has kind of stayed consistent for a long period of time. I mean, there was a game that I don't know. was called Going Postal, and you could Go do postal. whatever that implies, and right. now it's an adult-only game, AO. So, I mean, and that was that used to be M. So things, so I think, how, how do, how do people play these games? Like the M, rated M games? How do they play them if they're kids? Um, well, you'd have to get them from like an adult. Right, so, but, but obviously downloading online, but again, you have to have someone's credit card information. I, yeah, it's, it's, uh, but again, I don't think like, yeah, but again, I think that's that, that's the, the slippery slope argument and there's truth to it, but not always in the way that people think there is. Because here's the thing. If you're, if you're in a family that is a loving family and you're playing Grand Theft Auto, you're probably less likely to want to go slap somebody from any demographic. But if you're in a family that shows that in real life as well as in Grand Theft Auto, your your odds go up. You get what I'm saying? You're kind of making an odd odd comparative, though, because I was just going to say this this really comes down to the family and in oversight for your children and all those kinds of things. And I was I'm not perfect in any stretch of the imagination on that but there's there's grand theft auto is a good example i've never played it in my life don't know heard about it heard it was the worst thing ever created it's by not. man in existence and under heaven and in now it's probably considered a very innocuous game in comparison to others correct yeah. but at one time it was it was controversial for all the 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 newscasters and was, all the pundits that, out there but that was, I, it changes. This but, is my point. It yeah. changes. And that's that's and also that cherry picking is, too. Like well, the news media came out, organizations. Well, they cherry pick everything. But yeah. That's not my point. They, they, but kids play it all the time now, right? Yeah. Loving family or not loving family, they play it all the time. Yeah, but it doesn't mean they're more likely to go rob a bank. Well, it doesn't you know, mean they're less likely to. Video games it could be. are an extremely... <laughs> yeah. Popular. This, this goes back to the thing well, the, we were talking about before with the serial killer. Well, here's the thing: is I think no, I think I do think. Inter- wait a sec. This is important. I I do think that they could also potentially potentially push towards less likely because it's like if it's like if you do think, and I don't know what how relevant or true this is, and 
I don't I don't agree because if you're if you're doing something like if you do something simulated, it is potentially could be less likely that you actually do it in real life. Okay, let me ask you something. Why do you do anything simulated? That doesn't mean for the experience, correct? It doesn't mean that you want to do it in real life. I do no, not I want say to say you want to. But that implies that. The, no, the question what it implies, implies that. is you're investigating what it makes you feel like. Or it just seems really cool to fly a plane up to the top of the map and then jump out of the plane. You're not really feeling anything. You're watching the graphics. Okay, you're you're always taking things to the extreme. Yeah, but I'm I'm, I'm painting a, to... I'm painting a picture of what I normally do in games that are open world. I do that because I want to see how high you can get. But you like to break a game. That's what you told yeah, me. Yeah, because heard it's you say funny. That. It's okay, hilarious. That's great. Yeah. So your your drive to break that game is to humor yourself doing it, or to find Other... some sort of almost engineering like aspect of how far the game can go until it fails. Okay, so th- that's your driver. Mm-hmm. Okay, but what I'm saying is, if you have, if you have a, I can use, I can use the argument in the other direction. If you have a game that um, simulates shooting people, mm-hmm. you're trying to discover as, as a kid, you're discovering how does that make me feel? Does that make me feel worse or better? Does it uh, does it desensitize me to that? Does do 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 you think I'm good with guns? Should I have to pray? Uh, there's all kinds of things that go on. I mean, look, yeah, but that's the children argument. are just big chemical but, but, imbalances. But that's the, that's, but that's all the they argument are. that people, that's the argument that people, and I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm saying that's the argument that people then utilize to do things like restrict the second amendment. I mean, it, it like, I'm not like, I'm not saying nothing to do with the second I, amendment. No, I'm saying that that's the argument people utilize. Well, if you buy a gun, well, what is the real intent? I mean, I don't think that that's the case. I think people end up doing something because it's entertaining and fun. I think that there's a line where it's like, yes, if I get a game that is strictly about, shooting one person and then is so graphically intriguing that it's like you get what i'm saying i think there's that line of disbelief that suspended disbelief that i think people can recognize from an intellectual standpoint if you're five obviously you can't but most people who play those games are not five well all i'm saying is that human beings are impressionable emotional beings yeah okay and I'm not saying that we should, and you know me, I'm anti-regulation to the mm-hmm. max anyway. So part of what I'm talking about here is I don't know the answer or the line to draw on these things. Yeah. All I'm saying is there is a line to be drawn. Yeah. And that line should be drawn by the family. I agree. And if the family is a loving family and they promote sitting around playing Grand Theft Auto with their kids, they're insane. That's too uh, much, man. Uh, but, uh, but Let's ag- all get together and have a family fun night pl- but, but again, playing Grand Theft Auto. You play the hooker today. I'll but, but play again, the, but, the, but the again, this is this comes from uh, here's here's this is what I'm getting at is it's it's you can like look for a prime example is like um, my family and I. Like my dad and I played Call of Duty. That's a video game specifically about shooting other people who are opting opting as players in a different soldier-like aspect. Like, I don't think that that necessitates unhealthiness. I think it's what you take away from that game. If you introduce it to, yeah, if you introduce to a five-year-old, obviously that's a problem. But if, for example, there's a game called Grounded, it's about being shrunken down into a little small person and you have to be around giant bugs and spiders that could kill you and they're very scary. They have a setting in that game that makes them into friendly blobs. That, that 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 don't look like spiders for people who have arachnophobia i mean it, like there there are limits and my, my point being is that not that i don't think that it's not that i think people should do that i'm saying that i think there's like a line of like if i'm you know if i have a 15 year old kid and they buy grand theft auto i don't really have a problem with that because i grew up with that and i'm not going out and robbing people 
You get my point? No. How not? I know. How don't you get my point? Is that game specified? I mean, can 15-year-old kids go buy that? No, but can 15-year-old kids walk into a rated R movie? I mean, it's all up to the parent, right? This is my point. So, but but again, that doesn't necessitate that it's a bad relationship if that's the case. I didn't say it's a bad relationship. I I said insane, probably using too much of the wrong word there, but I'm saying it's the wrong direction. It's like saying, "Hey, son, uh, you're you're not 13 anymore. You're turning into a, a, a you're no, you're an actual teen now. You're not 12, you're 13. Let's go see some boobs." Let's go. Yeah, to but that's that's that's, ex, well, that's extreme. I approach this whole thing point? as an adult, yeah. not kids. A, I don't. I wouldn't want my fifteen-year-old no, playing Grand okay. Theft Auto. Well, look, uh, well, obviously we're talking about Grand Theft Auto, but at the same time, I grew up playing that, and it's totally fine. Like I don't have this instance of well, I've got to go uh, and, and that's, rob That's people. great, and I'm not but, saying it's. I'm that not way saying for you do, but I'm saying that there's this there's this inference that. Only a small amount of people come out of that unscathed. I don't think that's the case. I think a 95 plus percent of people, 98 maybe, come out of it totally normal. I do. I'm not inferring that everybody becomes a serial killer. I don't think you are either. No, I don't think you are. I'm just saying that there's there's a uh, a, a version of regulation. Sure. That is there for a real reason. It always goes overboard is, is my second point. But there's a reason that they say you must be 18 before you do X or 21 before you do Y. There's also inconsistencies there too. There's always inconsistencies. I'm so, not arguing so, inconsistencies. So, so I'm my, arguing what's pragmatic. But it depends on what's, so if, if, your, fa- if your family sits around and says, it has a big conversation about what's real and what's not. And let's go down this road and I'm going to allow you to do this and that, whatever that, this and that is mm-hmm. call of duty or grand Theft Auto game, or whatever, yeah. it, then we're going to have a, a general understanding and if if I see tendencies that that are going the wrong way, then I'm going to change my mind on this decision sure. we're making as a family. Okay, that's one thing. But that's that's a, such a rare conversation. Of course, and I'm not know? saying I'm not yeah. saying that it, like it, it, it. I'm definitely not saying it happens every time. I guess my my whole point is it's kind of like the same people who created these rules are the same people that create arbitrary, inconsistent laws that we don't follow and that they didn't follow when they were kids. So when I look at their whole situation, I'm like. You're just creating rules for yourself that you then fell into at that age, thinking everyone will do the same thing as you, which is a little hypocritical because it creates this helicopter life that most people live in. We can't have this experience or this idea because it's going to be too dangerous. And then people are helicoptered until their mid thirties, still living where they shouldn't be. And all the types of thoughts and uh, victim mentality that we struggle with today comes from that type of of helicopter parenting. I'm not saying allowing kids to play GTA is the answer. I'm saying no. there's like a swinging pendulum. It's either you you let your kids see and do everything or you don't let them do anything and they still become crazy. You get my point? I, I get what you're you're saying. I think maybe the, the better way for me to illustrate this would be when I was a kid, there were no cell phones or anything like that out. And, and you know, my brother, I, my sister, we'd just take off. It's Friday. We're going to be gone. You know, we'll we'll call you from a friend's house where we're sleeping over or whatever. We're going to do what we want to do. Now, in our brains, whatever our parents had in, in, uh, inculcated in us that was good and bad was in our brains. So what they're hoping, without being able to connect with us, without being the helicopter over us, was they were hoping that those things made an impact of some kind. And our decision making was going to go in a direction that was closer to what they thought than just wild ass yeah carefree play 
And sometimes it did and sometimes it didn't. And there was plenty of things that we did as youth and investigated that we probably should have stayed away from. And some of those things ended up on things we enjoyed doing and some of them did not. And so that's to your point. To my point is, is if you don't have any standard at all yeah. to put in, inside the brains of these individuals, then they have no context on which they're making their decisions. Which I agree and with. So if, we, if, you have, if you have free-for-all and anything you want to watch anytime, any game you want to play, anything without supervision of some kind or without at least instruction of some kind, then you're going to have more worse decisions than better decisions. From my perspective, okay? which I could, I could, yes, I agree with a lot of that. I just think that now it's not that you. It's it's almost to the point where the you don't really have many decisions, which creates the alternative problem. You have someone who's afraid of taking risks. You have someone who is easily swayed in a way of large groups doing the same thing. We talk about desensitization, being desensitized. I don't think society's been desensitized. I think society has been almost culled in a way where everyone just kind of goes around with the groupthink because that's how they've been taught. We can talk about, you know, people being desensitized to things, but the reality from statistics is that we are in the most peaceful time of all history. That could change. It really could change very quickly. Doesn't mean that people at any other time were less altruistic. I don't think that that's been the case. I don't think that this last segment of people, including mine is the best possible existing version of humanity. In fact, I would argue we have a lot of issues. At the same time, it doesn't mean all the other versions of humanity are any less or more, quote-unquote, civilized than we are. It's just different forms of that. Does that make sense? I'm not saying, I'm not making the argument of, like, everything's the same. I'm making the argument of, I just feel like there was a period of time, specifically in America, where it's almost as if everyone just decided to shut the door on experiencing life, and that's why we have the problems we have today. Because we're afraid of things that naturally always happen. Well, Does that make sense? Kind of. I, 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 we're so far off the path now. I, 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 I get the importance of this. I really do. And you said we weren't going to be so serious, but yeah, we always back veer back early. into this exactly. But uh, it just as kind of a, a, a final thought on this, I, I'm not trying to instruct anybody. No, it's up to the individual and the families to decide to do what they want to do. But I think that our world has at least the world, the cocoon we live in here, especially in the United States, where we can discuss and think about all these things and play Stardew or play Grand Theft Auto or Last of Us or anything else in the peacefulness of our overall world at this time is is shaped more by the fact that we've, we've exi- the need to exist itself is not as broad as it used to be. You know, people were all about at one time, hey, I'm going to survive so you don't get to. That's why they had wars. That's why they went after all these different things. It was survival. And we're not currently in that mode. A lot of people in the world are, so I'm not discounting that. But it's not the same as it used to be. So, anyway. Mm-hmm. I know we went down a... You said we were going to go down a dark hole okay. and you brought all this whole... all this whole. She thing. referenced a 1990s event and exactly. we just went down into the dark hole. We don't have much of a good segue into the rest. It's just Let's just jump like back into... We're going to jump back into Stardew Valley. Video games are a super popular form of entertainment. <laughs> no, I guess there is a way to segment. You talked a lot about children, but the reality is 
that it's mostly adults who are playing video games. Well, at least from a 2019 survey by the Entertainment Software Association, 65% of American adults play video games as of 2019, and 72% of those play with others, whether online or in person. See, that's so, that's where the big differentiator is to me. It's I, I, I don't connect with that. Yeah. That was something of my youth and not something of my adulthood. Well, well I think it's, it's just specifying. It's just me, though. Yeah, and well, I also think it's just it's just a different form of what you went through as as a younger adult. I mean, it, video games now are like another variant of going out to the bar or to a party. Well, can you not say like these little games that we play on our phones? Like maybe not ones like I'm not even talking about like first person shooters. I'm talking about dots. Yeah. Or even something like stuff. like Wardle or whatever the heck it's called. He has no is. idea what we're talking about. It's just, in, in my phone. Words is why are you here? Or a different type of. <laughs> That's right. I think that well, the global gaming industry is Massive. at minimum 150 billion dollars right now. At minimum, I mean, people are confer- con- consuming video games as a form of leisure and as a career. So. I, I personally don't see video games as a problem on its face. If you dive into the crevices like you guys just did, definitely you can find problems and correlations and all this stuff. But I think people tend to take things to the next level yeah. in every facet of life. And it all anything, anything you can think of can become a problem. It can become a detriment. For example, I like working out. I like to Same. generally make choices for my diet that aren't falling to every whim I have for a cheeseburger and a pizza because I do enjoy both. However, I know that can be taken to a psychologically detrimental, physically detrimental thing on the face of being a healthy choice. Like always. I mean, regarding food and exercise, you can say that you can turn it into um, a crippling addiction to the gym or you're starting to utilize substances that are uh, you know, cross canceling any sort of decision that's quote healthy for you. I mean, that can be the same for video games. So if you, if you look at anything in your life and you, if you look at video games and you say, Oh, this is detrimental. This is causing negative things in my life. This playing these video games, that's fine. That's you. I'm not a professional that knows your situation and can, can give you any advice pertinent to your situation on that. However, I know you talked about it with Jordan on the podcast when it came to food and diet and exercise. You can say the same thing psychologically for video games. I guess I guess the question I have for a lot of it is just what would be the alternative? Because people always and people make this argument for everything. If we didn't have jobs, we'd become more artsy and we'd be able to the world would be a utopia. And my question is for like when it comes to the topic of video games, there is an alternative question. If those didn't exist, what would society be like? Will we be more productive? Will we be more violent? Will we be less violent? There were instances in history where I would argue we'd probably be a lot more violent well, because well, we watched people video- kill each other for entertainment. What about video games during the Crusades? Yeah. Do you think they could have just handled all their differences in yes. a World of Warcraft? I think there's uh, I think room? there's I think there's an argument in a lot of ways to the bull's point where yes, there is a huge negative facet where it can desensitize you to things. There's also an argument where it can open you up to being more acceptive accepting of things that we should be. Well, I'm not saying that's I guess there's a line. There is a line. I'm not saying there isn't. I'm just saying that there there's a coin to all these things and to your point, it's moderation. Well, let's talk about some of the positives of video games then, because we've certainly hammered on about the negatives. 
because you can find them. You don't have to anything. go far to you can look. Find them in anything. But let's talk about some of the the pros to playing video games because there are there are some. Okay, you can improve your cognitive skills. You can solve puzzles in video games, strategize, make quick decisions that affect the rest of your gameplay. Uh, my first thing I can think of, Red Dead Redemption 2, you have a whole decision-making perspective you have to take with everything you do in the game because it affects, you're, you're playing as a convict and a criminal, but you're also supposed to be the good criminal or yeah, the bad criminal. Decisions. And yeah, you can hilarious. make decisions throughout the whole game that can affect certain aspects of it. Uh, perhaps... They help you enhance your social skills. That is something video games could do. Maybe you're someone who doesn't get all that get out that much. And I know we talked about going going out and meeting people. Yeah, some people maybe they work all day, and this is a way for them, like I said, to network. They meet people later on through that, or um, you know that one size fits all just doesn't work in their life. And maybe video games reduce stress, yeah. like we talked about. Sometimes after a stressful day. And, you know, we're in a position right now where we don't have anyone else to take care of except ourselves. So I understand that there's different. It's hard um, enough. Okay. I understand like with kids and pets and all the things, this can be something that you can't really do every day, but maybe video games are a way for you to unwind that way. Like you could compare it to sitting down and watching your favorite movie or reading your favorite book. And video games have also been shown to be effective in terms of helping some people with their mental health with PTSD issues or depression, or if you want to take it, a lot of people love those, like those little games they play on their phone where like the little colorful, um, like gemstones yeah, fall. Yeah. I don't know. Bejeweled. I, I can't, right. Any of these games, a lot of people say those that helps them with anxiety the same way a stress ball would. And yeah. they're also making decisions the whole time. It all depends on the person. Of mm-hmm. course, there's all con- context here. And even I'm going to bring up my favorite of all time. Video games can help you physically. If you look at the Wii in particular, Wii Just Dance. I know Wii is basically dead. Nintendo's Wii system has, I think, been pulled, basically. No, they did a new one for the the, the Switch. Okay, okay, yeah, cool. They, well, they did like a, It was like last year they did one. Well, I have never gotten a better workout than doing the Just Dance uh, game for Rasputin. That's incorrect, but yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I think there's, there's plenty of things that are that are good about games too. And they, they all simulate something you want to do or you should do, or you might do or cognitively you need, or, you know, mm-hmm. uh, psychologically you need. I, I know, you know, your mom plays a, a words game, whatever it's called. And words of friends, I think. Yeah. But she, yeah. she's so much better with her, uh, vocabulary, <laughs> her descriptors. I mean, <laughs> her spelling, <laughs> We love you. <laughs> she's way she's better. Now than speaking, she's now speaking. She's speaking in old English now. Yes, I just, exactly. I just think the bottom so. line with all this, because you could take all those pros I just listed and flip them on the head and say the same thing for the con. The bottom yeah. line is balance with all of this, as with most things balance. in life. Balance is everything. Balance. Well, I think that's that's where to to our conversation, but I think there will be like a significant shift quite shortly on where that line of like impact really comes in. Um, because right now I, I still believe like the, the disbelief and technology suspended disbelief, all that stuff is, is so it's such a great leap right now that you can look at certain games that would be considered violent and be like, eh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's not, it is, but it's not, there are lines, like I said, there's lines, but I think there will be a point quite soon, like within the next five years where, cause I was looking, there's been games I've seen and I've showed Beowulf over there that I'm like, I can't tell 
it's gotten very good. And now they're they're still like there's still that leap, but the the jump has gotten to be much shorter to what Moore's law. The, the, yeah, the argument the, there. I think the the jump is more than just how good the video is or the audio. Mm. The jump needs to be perspective. Well, that's where first person <clears throat> and augmented reality comes in. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's where the big difference yeah. is going to be. Well, and and really to each their own at this point. I mean, if you're someone who really thinks this is a problem in your life or could be. Don't play them. Just go touch some grass. I know I played uh, one of those games where you put the VR headset on, and it was a horror game. <laughs> Not that game. one. Put your head in the grass. It would be that, too. <laughs> it was so scary, and yeah. I never want to do that again. Resident Evil. Seven. That was detrimental, yeah. detrimental to my life well, and health and mental memories. I will never do it again. Well, and here's, and here's the thing. just me. And I think a lot of people, I, I think there is a large subset of society that is, that's, that's like that. I think that there will be a point in time where people will be like, nah, 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 that's too much for me because it's, it exists that way already. Most people drink Coors Light or Bud Light. They don't go and drink absinthe, okay? So I think there's going to be lines of like differentiation. There will be some people who just, ah, you know, mail parts to the wall because I can't swear. Um, you know, I do any game and, and it will, there will be that point. But I think like, I don't know. I think human senses, we can only take, we really can only take so much at least right now we might evolve in shorter that could happen. But I think like to your point, I played that game too. It's much easier to play when it's not on your face. Um, and there's a joke in there somewhere, but yeah, it's, it's, that's, that's, that's kind of my perspective is like, I feel like there's that line and I think it'll stay there for a bit until to your point, we start living in it. What's that? What's that Steven Spielberg movie? Ready player one. There we go. Just wait. Yeah. Yeah, we'll yeah. be there. It'll happen in all of our lifetimes. Mm-hmm. Haven't you seen Meta? That place is rocking. Well, I'm not I'm not talking. <laughs> I know you're talking. Do- like Meta Meta is the start, but it, I think there really will be a point where it's going to going to be almost kind of we alarming. All by NFTs and and Sam Bankman Fried's accountant will be there giving us huh? tax advice. It'll be great. <laughs> well, I thought she was the cop. She looks just like that cop that was in the news. No, no, no. You don't understand. She looks they, just like No. Her. Their accountant was actually in the metaverse. You oh, God. You know that? Well, I was, was making it, another was joke, but that's... The, the address for their accountant was in the metaverse. Wow. For real. Well, forgot that, about that. Or for not real. Well, yeah. And technically real. You can buy property. Dropping. But uh, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot to talk about. I mean, I think we'll have more to talk about as time goes on. I think with, uh, you know, Unreal Engine, was it? Unreal Engine 5 as was was the engine I was talking about uh, that that oh, showed the, no, the, the graphics from the Matrix. Oh, like that's gotcha. the newest graphical one of them. Um, and I think that you know, as things progress, we'll have more to talk about on this. But yeah, that's uh, that's our episode on Stardew Valley. And well, Stardew Valley was escapism the, was the appetizer. And then Bull Columbine, and I got into this really Columbine deep conversation. And kids being disturbed by first person shooters. Was yeah. The, For the record, that was horrible when we have a 15 year old. Um, yeah, they're not going to play Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> Thank you. Unless I'm playing Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> His wife looked at him with a. I'll with play a Grand Theft Auto, me. and they'll be like, "What are you playing?" And I'll be like, uh, "Yeah, leave the room." <laughs> We're gonna be playing Stardew Valley. That's what our game night's gonna yeah, be. Right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's a FTX Simulator we used to, 2037. We used to break out the Wii. That's what we did. 
Yeah. We did the Played Wii. Ping and pong then, and jump look, from have, cloud to cloud. I have a I visceral, so a visceral memory of bowling. playing PlayStation, the first one, the gray Frogger. one. Frogger. Frogger. Frogger, baby. I found right. someone on YouTube had recorded the entire thing all the way through, the passing through. every yeah. single level, including like the the ones that I couldn't do as a kid. And it made me so happy. I was like, oh. Ah, <laughs> so yeah good. well hopefully that gives uh you know our viewers and listeners some insight into stardew valley specifically don't pay attention to any of the other stuff we talked about um and uh hopefully they join us in stardew valley uh in the online game to grow our farm uh, i know it's an outdated game and eventually we'll be talking about haunted chocolatier but i'm a nerd and i'm going to talk about stardew valley for right now uh with that being said if you liked our content you can find some of our videos not all of them but some clips of videos on our instagram at the wolf and bowl and you can also find our content on youtube especially if you're watching i did not ask earlier for a subscription if you like the content please go ahead and subscribe the button's gonna be right down there and uh yeah go ahead and turn on that little notification we have audio episodes on spotify and apple podcasts and all the other podcasts come out on thursdays and then the video comes out normally on fridays Love it. Awesome. Thanks for hanging out, guys. Thanks, guys. We appreciate you. We will see you next week. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Wolf and Bull podcast. Our team here at the Wolf and Bull and Damore Media are so happy you spent some time with us. If you liked this episode, please leave a five-star rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. A review will help grow our show, and we'd love for you to be a part of our family. If you'd like more content from The Wolf and Bull, you can find it at our Instagram, at The Wolf and Bull, and on YouTube and Rumble via The Wolf and Bull. Thank you again, and we'll see you next week.